Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for calling us today again to be with you. We thank you that we have this opportunity to spend this first hour of our prayer, the first watch on the gate, to talk to you and to be with you, to receive from you in the, in the body and also in the spirit. That strength, that force that will help us go through and navigate everything that comes our way this day. The wisdom, the understanding, and your direction, Father. We thank you that we are with you here right now. We ask forgiveness for all our sins of yesterday. For all the things we have done and all that we have failed to do. Through our own faults. We acknowledge and accept our mistakes, the times we have hurt you and hurt others. The times we have fallen short of your expectations and of your word, your will for us. The times we have let others down. We ask for mercy, Father. We ask for forgiveness. And we ask for your grace to rise up again. To understand the areas where we have fallen short. And to build on those through the revelation that you grant us through your word. We acknowledge your presence in this prayer. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart. We lean not on our mere physical understanding, our mental ability, but on everything that you grant us through your wisdom, through your revelation. That understanding which feeds the answer to every question that we carry today. We thank you, Jesus. As we pray this morning, we call on your name. The name of our God, our Father. When we call on your name, Father, we know that you pour out your peace for us. We want to share that peace with all those that are part of this meeting and this praying family. We share your peace with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them, with all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you, that everything that keeps us and our brothers and our sisters from knowing you, Father, from knowing those dimensions of yourself that you want to reveal to us, that keeps us holding back on building our relationship with you, that every such will, every such false knowledge and doctrine, every such ignorance be torn apart. Everything that keeps us from seeing you be cut down in order to reveal your glory into these lives that each one is able to make a conscious step towards you. 
Let their hearts be turned towards you and receive Jesus as their Lord. Receive their free gift of salvation. Let their lives be saved. We thank you, Father. So as we begin our prayer, we call on the name of our Maker, our Creator, our God, our King, our Father, the Almighty, the All-Powerful, the God of Abraham, the God who always honors faith, the God of mercy, the God of abundance, the God who has His plans for us, plans to prosper us, the one who is our strong tower in times of adversity. The God of patience. The God who is a consuming fire. Who is just. The Lord of Lords. The Elohim Adonai. The one who makes the parched land a pool of water. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son. The one who taught us to have that faith. Who taught us to pray. The one who gave us all authority in heaven and on earth. Through his word. So that by an understanding of that authority. We are able to speak. Under that authority and command results. It is he the word himself. Who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And now through the revelation we receive in the Holy Spirit. Dwells within us. That incorruptible seed. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God. The spirit of truth. The one who quickens us in our spirit. The same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead and is now living in our mortal bodies. The one who brings this mortal body to life. The one who changes times and seasons and reveals to us the deep secrets and mysteries of the Father. Father, we thank you for the gift of our precious life. The gift of time that you have added to this life and it has run out for many. We thank you, Father, that you have given us two advocates, not one. One that lives within us and the other seated at your right hand. Advocating for us that we might not be lost. And he also added grace into that equation. So that everywhere we fall short in that judgment, that grace is what brings us up to speed. It is through his ultimate sacrifice that we are no longer under the law, but we are under that grace. We have that opportunity to have our sins forgiven, to be counted righteous through Jesus and through his sacrifice. We thank you, Father. That you have blessed us with family, with friends, with, your, with angels whom you have given charge over us. And with our destiny help us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, with the gift of prayer. To speak to you anytime, at all times. So that the more we pray, the more we build on that prayer bank. The more we have in our bank balance and are able to use it. To redeem it against any request that we want to make in the spirit.
This morning as we pray, we look around us and we see many that are in need and ask for prayers. There are many Christians that feel helpless with their circumstances towering over them. So today we shall reflect on the authority that we have been given as believers in Jesus Christ. John 1 verses 12 to 13 says, As many as did receive and welcome him, that is welcome Jesus, he gave them power, the privilege and the authority to become sons of God, that is to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, not of natural physical conception, nor of the will of the flesh of man, but of God, that is a spiritual birth. And Romans 8 verse 17 says, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. That is the identity of a believer in Christ. So what authority does this identity carry? Let's look at some of those. The first one in Acts 1.8, 1 verse 8, Jesus said, you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses. So there is an immediate transfer of power when you receive the Holy Spirit, when you are born again. Number two, signs and wonders. Mark 16 verses 17 and 18 says, because you believe, he said, these signs will accompany all those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. In my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands and they will drink deadly poison. But it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick and the sick will get well. So that is one of the authorities of his name that he gives us. The authority of signs and wonders. The next one is the authority of Great Commission which is the biggest of them all. In Matthew 28, verse 18, it said, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore. And when he says, go therefore, it means I send you under that authority. I give you that authority. Go therefore and make disciples of men. Number four, Luke 10, verse 19. Jesus said, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing by shall any means harm you. So he has given authority to trample down, to demolish every attack of the adverse one. Number five is immunity and protection from any attack or counterattack. In Isaiah 54, verse 17, he said, No weapon forged against you will prevail, and you will refute every tongue. So he's talking mainly of spoken weapons, spoken attack. 
you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. So this is more of that spoken war, the spiritual war that he is talking about. He has given us authority to attack, to trample down, and at the same time, there is immunity and protection from any other counterattack. This is the heritage of the saints. Number six, the authority to stand against the devil. In Ephesians 4, verse 27, he says, give no place to the devil. And in James 4, verse 7, he says, resist the devil and he shall flee from you. He equips us for the day of battle. In Ephesians 6, verses 11 to 17, he gives us the armor. When Paul says, put on all of God's armor. So that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. The ability to attack. The ability to stay immune. And to have the armor that protects you. Number seven is part of that attack. The authority to bind and to lose across both realms. Matthew 16, verse 19, he gives us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. That is also again seen in Matthew 18, where he said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. The authority to bind across both realms. So when we wage that battle, it's not only on the earth, but it can have effects that can work in the spiritual realm as well. And we use that often in our prayer. When we speak about binding every adverse spirit and losing healing. Number eight, the authority to command based on our belief. In Mark 11, verse 23, he said, if anyone says to this mountain, not speaks about it, but says to it, you can command it. Go throw yourself into the sea. And he does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he has said will happen, then it will be done for him. So you have the authority to command and that command can be fulfilled. Number nine is the authority to overcome. 1 John 5 verse 4 says, For everyone who has been born of God, when you have received his spirit, you are born of God. We have seen that earlier. Everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. So the victory lies in your faith. And it is because of that faith, you are an overcomer. This is an inherent ability that every born-again believer receives. Remember earlier he said, when you receive the Holy Spirit, that is in Acts 1 verse 8, you will receive power and ability when you receive the Holy Spirit and He comes on you. That is what helps us become overcomers. 
Number 10, the authority of dominion. That goes all the way back to Genesis 1 verse 28, where God prophesied over mankind when he created man in his own likeness and image. And he said, let them subdue the earth and have dominion over everything that moves on earth in sea and in the air. This authority is kept for us till the time that we are able to harness it. And number 11, lastly, is the authority of your spoken word, the power that lies in that spoken word. Proverbs 18 verse 21 says, death and life are in the power of your tongue. When Jesus' name is added to your spoken word, it carries authority and power to make or to break anything. In John 15, verse 16, Jesus said, You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. Whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This shows us how to exercise that authority of his name. We use his name, we use the power of our tongue to speak, and we use all the above authority that has been given to us. The entire warfare lies in our tongue. So that when we speak, meaning every word that we say with faith, believing we have received it, that is coming with an expectation as well, then it must come to pass. Every word that he has spoken and given us in his written word is his written promise backed by his integrity when we speak that in the name of Jesus. That becomes our authority to receive everything that we command through that word. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that each of us that receives this prayer understands what authority they have been given. And as we read your word and we understand more of the, the promises that you have given us in your word, we find our way to redeem those promises that when we speak them in the authority of the name of Jesus, we are able to put ourselves in a commanding situation. We are able to manifest miracles. We are able to stand in every day of battle. Battle against the enemy seeking to steal from us. And we are able to emerge victorious. We ask for that wisdom and understanding in our spirit, Father. For you said in James 1, let him who lacks wisdom ask, and you shall give it to him ungrudgingly the full measure. We ask for those mysteries, those hidden secrets in your word, so that when we understand it, when we understand the secrets that will command results, 
when we understand the authority that we have been given to use those secrets, we are able to walk in those results, not only once as a breakthrough, but repeatedly as favor. We thank you, Father, that you are opening our eyes this day to understand those mysteries that you have hidden in your word, kept for us, your inheritance. And you help us rise out of every limitation, out of every shortage, into a position of abundance, into a position of repeatedly commanding and repeating results, and into a position of dominion, where we follow the template of Jesus and map ourselves into his image and likeness so that the dominion that he walked in, we are able to walk in that same dominion as well where he said, if you believe in me, you shall do the things that I do and even more. We ask for that edification, that growth, that wisdom and understanding in our spirit, Father. And as we pray for spiritual growth, we pray also for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families, our friends, and everyone that is part of this prayer group, or everyone for whom prayers have been requested here. Especially all those that are battling all kinds of affliction. Of sickness, those that are in hospital this day, those that have recently undergone surgeries or will undergo a surgery. Those that are in a state where even their doctors have lost hope. Father, in the name of Jesus, we say, let there be light. Let their light be received into their spirit. Let your joy be in them, Lord, and their joy be made whole. Let their lives be transformed, be recharged and restarted this day. That they wake up to a life of health and strength. To a life of abundance. For it is by your stripes and by your wounds, Lord, that they are healed. They have been redeemed from the curse of the law and the accuser can no longer point a finger at them anymore. In your name, Jesus, we declare their sins forgiven. We declare that they are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Created for good works. And through their testimonies, many more lives are blessed. We pray for all families that are battling separation, that are battling all kinds of forces seeking to steal from them. We come against those divisive forces in the name of Jesus. By his authority, we curse them, we bind them, we cast them out of these lives at home into the lake of fire and sulfur. We lose your precious blood, Jesus. Your love over each of these homes. So that that atmosphere in that season of animosity be changed into a season of love. One that will last. Into a season of care, of understanding. Where every misunderstanding is removed far from them. And is replaced by patience, by forgiveness, by rebuilding. 
We cover every family of the Brisbane prayer group as well. With your precious blood, Lord, which we declare as our hedge of defense, our protection against all attacks of the enemy, seen or unseen, as well as against every pestilence, every disease. Let that be stopped at this hedge. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds over their lives. Strongholds of poverty, of joblessness, of lack in their finances. Strongholds of addiction that may have stemmed from any of these lacks, from all kinds of other challenges. Strongholds of depression and anxiety. We come against all of them in the name of Jesus. That every such name must bow to the name that has been exalted over every other name. The name of the Most High. The name of Jesus. The King of Kings. We come under His authority. And we declare every such chain over the lives of His saints broken. We declare every authority that has been given them null and void. We cancel every permission for them to be there and exist in these lives. We command them to leave right now. You will go. Father, we ask for a fresh pouring of your anointing into each of these lives this day. That their eyes are open to see you, that they receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And through this anointing, through this restart, they are free from all such oppression. The yoke is taken off their shoulder. The burden is taken off their neck. Where the Spirit of the Lord enters, there is liberty into that home. We release that anointing over each of these homes now as we pray in faith. We declare that freedom over their lives, freedom from the clutches of Satan. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families. We now connect with you in our spirit, Father. Praying in the spirit where our spirit is joined with yours. Knowing that you, O Holy Spirit, pray with us. You make intercession for and on behalf of us. And it is you who are authorized to search the mind of the Father. and Bring us your revelation. Bring us an answer to the challenge that we are praying for. It is you who are the miracle worker, the way maker, who makes a way in the wilderness where none exists. Who brings forth rivers to flow in the desert where there is no hope, parched and dry. When you pray with us, Father, we know and we know in our heart that that prayer is an answered prayer. We thank you, Lord, that you have heard us. The minute we release our faith, you have heard us and there is movement in the spirit. And when we come with that expectation, with that hope in our hearts, we release our faith. Now, that manifestation must take place. I invite everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute 
and join in as we release our faith and make this prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shanda <laughs> Sarakia Sarakia <laughs> 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your mercy, for your grace, for your love. Thank you, Lord. The words that that was put on my heart this morning are, my people, know the truth and your identity and authority in me, your Lord and God. The scripture I've been given is Ephesians 1, 16 to 23. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power in us who believe according to the working of his great might, which he accomplished in Christ when he raised him from the dead and made him sit at the right hand 
in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from 1 Peter, chapter 4, verses 10 to 11, where it is written, As every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God gives. That God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And the second one is from Ephesians 6, verse 19, which says, And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly, to make known the mystery of the gospel. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude our prayer, just a reminder about tomorrow's Bible study session. Uh, the topic is the spirit of truth. We will learn that in the spiritual realm, there are three coordinates of truth. And we have to be open to the spirit of truth who is willing to come to our help. We shall share links to join on Zoom and on YouTube on our WhatsApp group. Please share that with all your friends and family and invite as many as you can to come and attend this session. The session will be held live at St. Dimpna's Church at Robinson Road West in Aspley, North Brisbane as well. So I'd encourage all those who live in Brisbane to please come and join us in that session in, in, in fellowship with each other and as we praise and worship in fellowship with the Lord as well. And let the mercy and the grace, and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, his jealous love for us and the favor that comes out of it. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day, so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless you and everybody. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.